few evenings ago, I was having dinner with several couples from the parish, <clears throat> and aside from solving all the world's problems that evening, we were talking about uh, homilies and public speaking, <clears throat> and we were going back and forth and their experience and my experience, and I said, you know something very interesting which a lot of people don't understand? And they said, what, Father? I said, well, actually, when you're up here preaching the homily, you can see absolutely everything that's going on. I said, it's funny because when you're actually sitting out there in the congregation, you think, you know, safety in numbers, and Father surely can't see me, right? I said, no, actually, you can see absolutely everything that's going on. And the next question was, well, Father, does it bother you when we start to fall asleep during your homily? <laughs> and I said, well, actually, it doesn't. Because I realize, you know, the weeks that you put in, the work that you're doing, uh, the, the tough life that each and every single one of us has, right? Whether you be a mom who's running your children around trying to feed your family, take care of your children and your husband, right? You dads who are out here, right? Who, you know, working day in and day out trying to provide for your family. Right? It's not always easy in the workplace, especially when at times maybe your work isn't that meaningful, right? And you kind of reach a plateau and you can't keep you know, engaging in new areas in your work. And sometimes it turns into just a routine day in, day out, day in, day out. It's understandable that you're tired when it comes time for the Sunday liturgy. Makes me think of when I was in the seminary, we wake up in the morning and do our morning prayer and pretty much the same routine. There's a lot of physical work, a lot of study, a lot of class. And we were in morning prayer one day, and we're all in the chapel standing, praying morning prayer. And all of a sudden, I remember about four guys down to the left, this guy fell asleep during morning prayer. And he fell asleep, and he started to fall forward, and the pew caught him right in the waist, and he did a full flip into the pew in front of him. So that's why we have you all sit down before the homily begins. We don't want any liability issues here. Today, I think we read a gospel or we hear this gospel passage and there's a part of us that's kind of like, you know, that's not fair. You know, Martha, she's running around, she's preparing dinner, she's setting the table, she's running here and there making sure Jesus is all set and Mary, her sister, is just sitting there at the feet of Jesus listening. And yet, what does Jesus do? He says, Martha, Martha, Mary's chosen the better part. I think, isn't that our experience when we hear this gospel passage? We're like, you got to be kidding me. You know, Jesus, you're usually spot on, but today in today's gospel, it's like, what's up with that? Why are you telling Martha, you know, that's great, all that work you're doing, but you should really just be sitting here like a lazy bum and just, you know, just taking it in and reflecting and et cetera, et cetera, Right? I think we can have that experience and say, what, Jesus, what were you thinking? But it's not how it appears. What is it that is said in the gospel today? And it's the key to understanding the gospel. The very beginning, it says that Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus and listening to him. And those of us who aren't Jews, 
miss half of what's being said. At the time of Jesus Christ, the rabbis, when they taught, would sit on a couch or sit in a chair, and the disciples who were wanted to associate themselves with that rabbi would sit around the feet of the rabbi and let themselves be instructed. What is it that Luke's saying in today's gospel? And it's the key to the gospel passage, right? Jesus isn't saying that, you know, Martha, you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. That's not what Jesus said. He said, Mary has chosen the better part, the more important part, the first step that's necessary. And he says about Martha, he says, Martha, Martha, you are worried and anxious about many things. We can go deeper into this gospel passage. Worried anxious, many things. That's what Jesus is referring to. He's saying, Martha, Martha, it's not that you are working hard. It's that your heart and your mind, you are worried and anxious not about me, not about serving me. You're worried and anxious about many things. Things. And he's saying, remember, Mary has chosen the better part, the most important part, the first step. And that is, you need to place yourself in relationship to me as a disciple. Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus. Mary put herself in a position of discipleship, in a position of following the Lord, which necessarily implies listening. Listening happens, needs to happen before we start doing. Another story, when I, uh, I did my internship before I got ordained, I was still a seminarian, and I did my internship in Connecticut in, uh, in the seminary. And I was in charge, because I wasn't a priest, I was in charge of the practical things. The priest took care of the spiritual aspects. So I was there in charge of the practical things, and we had a little box truck, which was, I don't know from what year, but it was old. And we would take this box truck out, and we would go to Hostess and these different companies, and they would donate, you know, Twinkies and cupcakes and all those good things for college-age men, right? So I was explaining to this guy, he wasn't the normal driver, because our normal driver was sick that week, and had to get up early in the morning. He got up, and I'm saying, okay, all right, can you drive this truck? Yeah, Father, I've driven a truck before. All right, now there's just one thing. He's like, Father, I've driven a truck before. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not talking about that. There's just one thing. He's like, Father, or brother, you know, I was a seminarian. And he, and I said, you know what? On the back of this truck, you think you've locked the door, but you have to move it in such a way so it actually clicks all the way. If you don't do that, the doors don't shut. And he's like, Father, I got it. I've driven a truck before. So he hops into this truck, takes off, does his run, and he goes to Hostess and a couple other companies, and they would load us up with these racks. I don't know how many of you have been to these bakeries or these big companies. They have these huge racks on wheels, and they're probably about six feet tall, right, and about that big, just loaded up with racks of cupcakes and Twinkies and bread and all that stuff. So he packs in about five or six of these racks, 
takes off, drives home. It's about a 20-minute drive down the highway. Pulls in the drive, goes up the drive, pulls around to the back to the loading dock, walks around to the back and opens it up, and there's a half a rack in the back of the truck. And the door was open. I walked out there with this guy, and literally all down the driveway were Twinkies and cupcakes and bread. And that's not the worst part of it, but actually the trail turned and went onto the road. So uh, we didn't actually go back to the highway. We picked up our driveway so no one could trace the disaster to us. But lesson learned, right? Before you act, you need to listen. Before we act, we need to listen. It's extremely important, right? So, this weekend's gospel, I think the lesson we can take from this is to stop and ask ourselves, am I truly a disciple of Jesus Christ? And don't just say, oh yeah, yeah, I go to church on Sunday, I'm a disciple of the Lord. No. How often do you listen to the Lord before you act? Did you listen to the Lord before you went off to school? Did you listen to the Lord before you went down to the cafeteria to get lunch? Did you listen to the Lord before you got in your truck and set out to work? Did you listen to the Lord before you took your kids to school? Did you listen to the Lord before you went to the grocery? Did you listen to the Lord before you went to get your nails done? Did you listen to the Lord in all these moments of your day? Can you link, can you honestly link, can we honestly link our action to what the Lord is telling us to do? My dear brothers and sisters, this is the key to our life. If you find yourselves like Martha, if you find yourselves tired, if you find yourself anxious, worried, depressed, burned out, go to the Lord. Put yourself at His feet and listen.